Episode 48, Oh Crappy Day. Welcome to episode number 48 of the Adventures on Lollygagging podcast. You know... Me doing weird faces and trying to get you guys to laugh doesn't work as well uh, when we're on Zoom. When we were face to face, we didn't have mute buttons, so I could get you all to laugh and screw up, but I can't do it anymore because now you just mute yourselves and I watch you laughing. doesn't do anything. No. <laughs> we definitely mute ourselves. So, uh, so okay. So, hi, Josh. Josh is back. Say hi, Josh. I'm back from the dead. Hello. Uh, I know. It's so happy to have Josh back. He missed last episode. And it was an interesting episode. Uh, it was a lot of travel because you guys effectively traveled all the way back to Vertum, which is great. Uh, so we get to kind of start up there. We're at another one of those potentially reset points. Uh, like there, every now and then that kind of happens where we like finish like a big arc and, you know, or a big quest line. And now we're starting over. So we're kind of there again. Kind of an interesting thing happened uh, as I was thinking about the app and you guys coming back. And I told this to Melissa and I was like, you know, uh, you guys went right from the waystone site in the tomb to the bridge that's when stekis noticed that the marauder group that was there is no longer there then you guys went across the bridge made a beeline for merlins to hand in hand over the uh, the tablet so that uh, lavinia can learn a new spell which she did and then you guys peeked around the sunbearer sanctuary found out that that uh, that abbey in in the making uh, has been taken over, and that's the new encampment now for the Marauders. But at no point did you guys ever actually return to Lavinia's to pick up your horses, your cart, or your money. And so all your all your stuff, other than what you were carrying on you, uh, is back at Lavinia's house, which is like, you know, in the danger zone. How are we feeling about that? <laughs> uh, that was a poor decision. Whoops. Did my door ever get broken in, Jeff? I don't know. I can't I can't tell you those types of things unless, you know, you I act. have a spell. Oh, you do? Uh, is there a range? Is there a range or duration on that? Uh, duration is infinite. Range is I it just lets me know when my door okay. has been entered. Let's see. Has your door No. I'm going to say I'm going to say let me roll for it. Let me roll for it. That's what's going to do. Oh dear. Uh-huh. D D100 51 and above. So, you know, someone's busted in. You know, high is bad. Okay. One to 50. It's all good. Solid. 32. 32. So you, you haven't noticed anything yet. I haven't been notified. So door hasn't been entered. Maybe it's like a long distance call or something like an, it's like taking a little longer for the signal. To, I don't know. That's not. It's I instantaneous. Don't think, I don't think the carts or the horses or mm. the money was inside the house, but I don't remember. <laughs> I would the hope money the was. money would be. Yeah. I can imagine the horses not inside. That makes sense. Those poor horses, though. Just chilling. They're out. dead. No, we left them with with feed. Plus, they're they're animals. Animals don't just die because humans are there. They go figure out a different way to get fed. They go off. Did we tie them up. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Next to feed, thinking we were going to go back and get them. Mm-hmm. How many days of feed was that? Quite a bit. They totally ate all that food. It's just like when we started quarantine. Everyone bought all this food, right? And then they ate all their snacks in like the first two days, and then they ran out of food. That's exactly what happened. Those horses, their stomachs exploded. And then they were just right back at the store. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, the other interesting thing is, do you guys know how long it's been since you uh, went on this little mission to uh, to retrieve Chadwick? Uh, like three hours. What, like two, <laughs> three weeks? Two weeks, two, three? It's been nearly a month. Oh, man. It's been close. It's like three and a half. It's like almost four weeks. Months in our game system are shorter than like 30 to 31. They're more like 28 to 20. Like some of them are 28 to 33. I'm not going to get into the calendar that I use. It's not important. But, um, but yeah, it's been... Almost four weeks. So you guys had a week long travel time uh, to get back. You had like about an eight to nine day travel time to get there. You had uh, the about a week that you waited around for uh, for Cressida and Roderick to show up. Then you had a couple days where you had to run a little of a like those errands in the beginning for the first the first uh, spell that you got from. Uh, you got from Marlin, and then you had the couple of days where you messed around with the, with the tomb, and the day or so after the tomb before you left. So it's been basically a month thereabouts. There's good news and bad news to that. Good news is is that you're now two months into winter, which means winter is closer to the ending. It's about a month 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 more to go on winter, which is great. Uh, the bad news is it's been a month since you were in town, and who knows what it looks like, right? So hopefully Doc Quelly should be fully healed by now. Don't go putting words into my mouth like that. Like how you guys do that sometimes. You guys drop it like, yeah, definitely this. And like, back off. Sending positive vibes her way for healing over the last month. So yeah, it's been a month. So which is interesting. The other thing is that you guys went in the back way. You guys didn't go in the front door. You came up and underneath. Uh, and we all know that there were, at least when he first arrived, there were very specific rules for the gate and like when it was open, when it was not open, we can come in, we can come out. That was back when uh, the monarchy, the Rhine was actually in charge of the place. It's been overthrown. The governor has been overthrown, etc. cetera. Uh, Conlin, the tailor, has taken over the town council, at least the last you saw of it. Some of the old town council members like Doc Quilly are not on it anymore, etc. So uh, lots of things have changed. But the question is now, you know, what do you guys do? Because you get you got two people who are significantly mutated. Uh, you've got the the person hanging out of the back, the humpback, which is probably somehow uh, disguisable. And then you've got a guy who looks like, you know, a bird. And that's going to be an interesting thing to try to navigate as well. Birdman. Got a birdman. Harvey Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start off with people that we know and trust. Okay. And then widen the circle from there. Okay. So why don't we go ahead and get started? Uh, so it is dusk uh, inside the gates of Verdum. And you can see the sun is setting off to the west. There's a light snowfall starting to flurry down from above overcast skies as it's been the last few days. But still, you can see the light of the sun dying uh, over the water uh, and over the buildings that you can see. You crawled up from a sewer grate. Remember that the sewers themselves are still uh, in development and that you heard rumors before you left on this little mission of yours that there was something going on in the uh, in the sewers, like a, a, some sort of sense of discovery or something happened. The details of which you don't know, never really looked into it. No big deal. Uh, but you made it up uh, quickly. Uh, you guys found like a clothesline nearby that Hubert was able to wrap a bedsheet around him. So now he has an off-white bedsheet wrapped around him. I'm sure that's not going to get noticed. And you're here. You can see people moving about here and there. You can see that there are these large fires, these little uh, like tower fires uh, that are little new. You don't remember seeing them that are set up along the 
the ramparts. You also see that there's plate more places along the gates for people to stand and along the walls. Uh, it looks like some in some places they've been reinforced. Uh, it's cold. You're tired. Some of you are weak. Uh, you've had successful surgeries at the very least, but you're still recuperating. Uh, what do you all want to do? Uh, I just need to get some rest. <laughs> That's true. And healing. I'm still grievously wounded. Yeah, I think we just did your surgery. I don't think we ever actually like patched yeah. you up. Uh, so where would you like to head for that? Lavinia would probably mm. prefer Charlotte's immediately. Okay. Makes oh, sense. Yeah. Okay. But you guys might want Doc Quelly. I would like then for certain two people in this group to make one of two types of checks. This is this is for the two folks that have very noticeable mutations. Uh, this is either going to, so Steckus and Hubert. The two of you, you, one of you, you can either make a stealth check if you want to try to just stick to the shadows, or you can make a disguise check if you want to try to rearrange your clothes, the sheet, etc., to try to obscure uh, your visage. If you're going to do disguise, uh, both of them will probably just treat as actual hidden tests, so I won't even tell you the. So just roll on like standard and tell me what you got. But you guys can make a choice of what you would rather do. I'll do stealth here because disguise is a requires a point in it, which I don't know. Yeah, special skill. Same. Okay, uh, both you can go ahead. I rolled very poorly. I we think we both rolled fairly poorly. I got an Mine's eighty 95. and a ninety-five. Yeah, got an eighty and a ninety-five. Uh, so we've got. Our wonderful, I think we're going to carry them over from last episode. We got three and three. Uh, so there's three misfortune and three fortune. So you can go ahead and re-roll if you feel like doing so. Just let those sit pretty. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Is it, <laughs> is it fine? You guys keep saying that, but like at a certain point, I'm just going to have to execute your characters. Like, Yeah. Call your bluff. Probably not going to go well. Okay. So as you all are moving in the direction of Charlotte's home, uh, you suddenly hear the sound of a woman screaming out like, Oh my God, they're in the, they're in the village! Ah! And then she starts screaming on the top of her lungs uh, as she's pointing in the direction of Stekis, who's whose strange twin, his arm, that kind of malformed arm is like lifting up out of the back of your shirt and kind of reaching and trying to grab like out of its on of its own. You can see it just kind of squirming as you spin around, Hubert, your your sheet gets caught on some kind of barrel uh, and you can see it just uh, it just tears completely. And suddenly the the feathers of your face and of your uh, of your arms down by your hands are suddenly visible. Uh, and this woman is screaming bloody murder. And whatever she was carrying, some sort of basket of things, she drops on the ground and starts running. And she's shouting, it seems, for uh, for guards. Uh, like, they're inside! The marauders are inside! Get up! Oh, cool. And then she's just running away. And then you see her in an intersection, and she's pointing down at you. Right there! Right there! I'll run. Yeah, I guess I'm going back in the sewer. Yeah, go back to the sewer. Okay. Uh, so you start running in the direction of the sewers. You see where the grates are, and you hear someone out. They're going in the sewers! They're in the sewers! Uh, what are the rest of you doing while this is happening? Uh, I guess we'll try and calm them down. Okay. Like the, no, they're not marauders. We we had an encounter with the the wicked witch, and she cast a spell on them, and they all look all funny now. What wicked witch? Trying to see the doctor. <laughs> so you go up. <laughs> you go up to this woman who's freaking out. Uh, you see uh, as she's like pointing in the direction of the sewers, and you see that these these 
guys are coming up. Uh, these two people who, who've got this blue bandana wrapped around their arms, signifying their role as like guards or something like that, like the new warden crew. Uh, they're running in the direction of her. And then she's like pointing out and they're getting ready to go. And you come up and you're trying to calm everyone down. No, 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 no. So uh, go ahead. If you would, please, uh, you can roll uh, a charm. If you like, you could roll uh, a leadership. I'd like to help as well. If at all possible, trying to say they're victims, they're victims. They're not mm-hmm. going to hurt anyone. Okay. Uh, so you can get, so you can roll your D10 assist die. That's fine. Uh, we'll make this, uh, we'll make this standard. All right. I'm going to go with charm. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> and that's a crit fail. <laughs> that, is a, that is a crit fail. Oh, no. As it looks like from Lavinia's perspective that Bear had managed to calm them down, but then uh, but then Sophia comes up and just says the absolute wrong thing. Uh, and they seem to start panicking now. One of them pulls a, a, a dagger out and points him in the direction of, uh, of Sophia's face. And they say, you stay out of this little one or we're going to cut you too. And then they run past you and they start chasing down the two of them into the sewers looking after Stekis and Hubert. Damn it. Oh, right. What else do you guys want to do now? Um, maybe find Doc Coley because she knows both of them and might vouch for him. Try to get her to help. Okay. Are, are you kidding me? We don't have Chadwick. It's not going to work. <laughs> well, who else knows this? She this can still identify guy? who they are. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's Stuckus. Yeah. People but... know who Hubert is. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got, there's, there's, if, I mean, the problem is, is that most of the people who knew, who knew Hubert last you saw were either under house arrest because there were a bunch of regular wardens that were put under house arrest and they were put inside of the landing office. And then Wilhelms, uh, Ralph Wilhelms that you guys have known since like episode three, I think, uh, he was actually in the jail with Jonas Fur and they were, threatening potential execution against them. And Sonia and Gus Burl, uh, Sonia Nichols and Gus Burl had taken over leadership of like the town guard. This is all the, yeah. the last things that you that you knew when you were leaving. Yeah. When the town council was kind of taking over. So lots of things have changed. Loudon would probably know both of them, right? Uh, I don't know if you would know Stachius. I can't remember yeah. if he has talked to Loudon or not, but he would know Hubert. So you guys go rushing around to try to find someone to help vouch them is that correct? Yes. I'm going to yeah. hide in the sewers and wait for anyone to show up, try to subdue them. First, we're going to do a chase scene. So why don't the two of you uh, go ahead, if you would, I'm going to give you plus three because they see you and they see where you ran. And so we're going to try to, we're going to see if you can get away first. This will be three rounds. Simple enough. Do you remember how to do this? We just did this on Unsettled STEM a couple weeks ago. So so go ahead and uh, Stekis, what you do is click on your icon. And then click the chase button. Uh, add in three for your head start, and then just hit enter through all the other prompts for now. Got a twelve. Okay, so we got a sixteen and a twelve, and I will go ahead. I have a plus seven to this d10. I rolled a one. Uh, so okay. So the two of you managed to quickly hop into the sewers. You can hear uh, the splashing of cold water on your ankles. Uh, it stinks around here. Hubert, you uh, know the area decently well, having just navigated through here. Uh, it's dark. 
Uh, do either of you light up a torch or anything like that? There's no light down here. No, we'll keep it dark. Okay. So you start stumbling through the darkness. Uh, you hear behind you uh, two people coming down and splashing in like, where are you? Come out, come out, wherever you are. And uh, as they start uh, chasing. Uh, okay, go ahead. Now roll chase again, except this time uh, don't add in a three for head start, but add in your previous value. So Coder, you would you would add in 16. Hubert, you would add in 12, etc. 19. That's that's not good. Oh, means, you rolled a one. I mean, it's that's pretty bad. Twenty-nine. Actually. We've got Stankus. All right, so we've got twenty-nine, nineteen, and then my turn. So this will be rolling a D ten plus fifteen. Uh, so it's nineteen, which means as the two of you are running, Stekis, you managed to get out in front, not necessarily waiting for Hubert anymore. You remember the tunnels as best you can. Uh, you're stumbling through, bouncing off walls here and there, tripping over uh, what you hope are just, you know, random rats or something like that. Uh, but you can hear little mice squeaking around. Um, but then a lantern light suddenly emerges from behind you, uh, and one of them lunges uh, for Hubert. Hubert, I'm going to attempt to take down. Uh, this is just going. I'm just going to treat it like it's going to treat this as standard. It's going to be. I need a 55. So D100. And I rolled a crit fail, uh, so Ooh. 77. And so you can hear somebody uh, splash into the ground, uh, which means they're going to take a penalty uh, in the next round. Uh, go ahead, and Hubert, I need you to roll a D6 complication die. Okay. You're fine. So you get back up. Maybe Stekis gives you a hand, uh, and the two of you begin moving. The same thing is happening behind you. The lantern light fell into some sewer water, and you can see it went out, but they quickly, one of the other ones quickly lit up a uh, second torch, and you can see that they're once again on your tail. Uh, go ahead and both you roll your chasing again, except again, add in your your total value so far. So 29 and 19, add that into your roll. 45. Stekis is hauling it, man. 33. All right, so I need to roll a six to be able to make another attempt on Hubert. And I rolled exactly a six. You know, clutch. So clutch. And so the uh, they they round the corner as you're getting near the cliff face area that you can climb down towards Lake Duxel, uh, and you can hear one of them yell, "You ain't get away from me that easily, you mutant-headed bastard!" And uh, they're gonna once again, uh, they're gonna, one of them's gonna like swing this this giant club down at your legs to see if they can trip you into the water. Uh, again, this is a 55 I need for this takedown attempt. Roll to 31. Uh, you can go ahead and roll your resistance. Uh, it's uh, to resist, by the way, is coordination. And I just kept it at standard. I got a 25. Got it. So you hop over top uh, of the club as once again, you see them fall into the mud and into the sewage. Uh, maybe one of you knocks over some kind of workman's crate or barrel that was down here to block the way. Uh, and quickly uh, you sneak out. Uh, almost like getting a, sending a faint trail as if you're going towards uh, the cliff face, but you find a different alcove to hide in, and you watch as they run past you, and they're out into the fresh air. They're saying, where'd they go? They must have jumped. I will jump. And you see them all standing over top of the duck, and they're, they're basically talking back and forth, and they eventually settle on saying, that's right, we scared them out of here. That's all that matters. Let's go back. And they start moving back uh, through the sewers uh, towards the streets. Okay, so you do make it away. Inside the town, the three of you, who were you going to see? Who did, who did you want to go see? You have a couple options, but who did you want to go see? I would probably say Doc Quelly because she may be able to both provide some healing and identify who we are. 
so, and Lavinia, were you going to Charlotte's or were you going to go see uh, Doc Quilly as well? Lavinia would probably prefer to see Charlotte first. Okay. But she'll follow them to Doc Quilly begrudgingly. As you work your ways towards the clinic, you notice that things have changed in the town. Uh, you can see uh, that there's not as much animosity on the streets as there were before. Uh, meaning there weren't people kind of congregating in groups, staring at each other strangely. Uh, you can see that there are small clumps of tents that have been set up in certain places. And you can see that there are like sh- on the streets, there are these large uh, cauldrons or pots of people making food and kind of sharing it around. They look like some sort of uh, kind of like almost like a refugee uh, section of the town. Uh, you recognize some of them, Lavinia, as people you've seen on the roads and the country roads and the outskirts uh, maybe not you're personally friends with them or anything, but you've seen them. Uh, you would probably imagine that they are some of the survivors uh, that have managed to get away from the attacks uh, on the farmland outside of Verdum. You can also notice that there are a lot of crafters bear that you maybe recognize in your short time uh, working here and there speaking that are all of them as you go past crafters row seem to be working on either weapons uh, or some kind of... Uh, some kind of reinforcement beams and things for the gates or for the walls seems to be this collective effort to do it. Uh, They all seem to be fairly focused. There's one or two people that are like shouting orders and things. So eventually you all make it to the street that has the box elder in the clinic. You recall they were on the same Avenue. Uh, You can see that the clinic is not nearly as crowded as it was when you were last here. And when you go inside, uh, there are a handful of people uh, here. Uh, Charlotte is one of them. Uh, and she is tending to somebody who apparently had some kind of injury. They have like a cut in their hand. They're kind of wrapping up. Looks like a crafter uh, had some sort of issue with a saw, but it's being stitched up. Uh, you can see in the back uh, in the office area for Doc Quelly's home, uh, she is sitting there. She's got still has a bandage on her head, but it's not as thick or heavy. It seems to be more like a headband in a way, uh, but she seems to be working back there on something. When you walk in, Charlotte is immediately, oh, good. Yes. Oh, thank God you're alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> she comes rushing over to you. Um, Lavinia would honestly just focus more on Charlotte and she'd be giving her a hug and stuff. Okay. Um, just kind of letting her know about the trip and what happened and mm-hmm. Merlin. She makes kind of a sour face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's fine. Uh, she shouts back. She's like, she's like, Doc, they're, they're back. They're back. And so. Doc, you, when you see Doc Quilly come up, she's like limping a bit, not walking that great. Um, you can see that she's got a little bit of a, a shake uh, to her arm. Uh, and her face is like a, where she took the blow and the head has certainly healed uh, a bit. But um, they've kind of had to shave some of her hair. So her hair is kind of all messed up. But when she comes over, she's very eager. And when she sees the three of you and she sees no Chadwick, uh, she says, Where, where's my boy? We know where he is, but we can't quite face the encampment of marauders to receive him. They've taken over the Sunbearer's Abbey. We know. He's with him. Mm-hmm. And Stekis, Stekis said he wouldn't come without him. Where is he? Uh, we're trying to figure out a way to uh, enter the encampment. Yeah. Kind of got chased out by some guards. Uh, they caught some crazy affliction from some mutant that we encountered, and we were hoping you'd be able to vouch for them and 
say that they're not bad people because we really need to resupply here before we head out again. She thinks about it and she's just the frustration since I've known you people. It's just been a one way street. I've helped you and I've asked you to do one thing. You've been gone a month and you come back empty handed and now you want me and my help again. She just, she's, she's, she like, you see her collapse onto one of the, one of the beds just sort of flops down, sits and exhales. Charlotte comes over and like pats her on the shoulder, takes your side, tries to encourage you. They, they're, they're, they're not giving up. They just need to, you know, to yeah. tr- trying to help you with that argument. Uh, and then she turns to you, Lavinia, like, what, what, what is this, 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 they're sick. What do you mean? This is Charlotte talking. Uh, we ran into some, uh, what would they be called, Jeff? Like just chaos monsters or? Uh, they, I mean, you call them, I would imagine just call them demons. Yeah. I talking, about just, the, talking about the, like the, the, the monkey things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Just call them demons. Uh, we ran into some demons. And you see like the, the color in her face just completely flushes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Steckis and Hubert caught some manifestations. Hubert has some lovely feathers all over his body. I beg your pardon. Yeah, and um, Steckis's hump is now a. Uh, he's got a little friend. It's a little uh, twin, I, I suppose. His arm likes to hold one of his weapons for him sometimes. It's a third one. You see her walk over to one of the one of the cabinets. She pulls down a jar, looks at it, and just takes a swig. <clears throat> and it's definitely not booze that she was drinking. Yeah. 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 Uh, so she thinks that they, they talk for a bit, and you see Doc Quali just kind of get up, wave her hand like resignedly, fine, go help them, and goes back to her, her spot in the back of the clinic where her office is. And Charlotte encourages you to take Take me to them. Uh, okay. Uh, they're in. They're in the sewer, Charlotte. Take them to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might have to wait at least until nightfall. All right, which won't be very long, like yeah. half an hour, because it's dusk out. So has she met, or have you met Stekis before, Charlotte? He's the angry one with the the hookback. I'll, I'll remember. So, Charlotte, what do you all know about the situation with the Marauders? They've taken over the uh, the abbey, and they've run most of the farmers off the land, killed them, some of them anyway. How long ago did they take over the abbey? It's not been a week, maybe. <laughs> maybe seven days. I can't recall exactly. We've got, we had some survivors show up, a few. They came and informed us, but I think the attacks have been going on longer than that, but they're well and in control. Gotcha. Yeah, because we, on our way back from the north, we stopped by the abbey, and there's... You're so brave. Far too many of them than I'm comfortable with. How many are there? I know they don't let us into the council meetings anymore, but Loudon lets us know what's going on. They've tried to send scouts and lookouts, but they don't come back. Where is is Loudon? Is he still... If he's not at the box elder, then he's he's back at his dormitory, one of the two. We and Lavinia will turn to to Bear and Sophia and say we should probably seek out Loudon. He's the last voice of reason left. He's the only reason that we've got people working on defenses for the town. It's the only reason. Colin 
he's overwhelmed. He do, he doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's doing. But Loudon's managed to keep some of the. He's the only reason while Ralph's still alive, to be honest. And Jonas, if not for Loudon, they'd all be dead by now. Sophia will pipe up and ask, um, "What seems to be the the plan of the council? Uh, is the plan to?" hole up for the winter and wait for the marauders to do what they will or i think do you know so. if they're coming up with a organized plan i've told you all i know that uh, they've they've reinforced the walls they've patched up the weak spots that's we've been seeing it for the past week or so they've been doing it they've been moving a lot of the workers you know to to build in at least loudon's been coordinating it and that's what they're doing but the council's just, all they do is just waste their time. Markov, he's, he's checked out completely, and Zelda, she listens at least, and so does Vendelgaard, but, but Conlin's just very difficult to, he's just, he seems, he seems to be breaking under the stress, you know. Looks like he hasn't slept in like two weeks or so. Is a lot of the old leadership still jailed? Well, I mean, no, I mean, Loud in, in Markov, in Zelda, they were all a fairly recognizable folk, you know. And uh, we've got Jonas and Ralph, I think, or still, I mean, this is just what I heard from from Loudon, that they're still alive in the jail, at least. I don't know their condition, but they're alive. Some of the wardens that got put under house arrest, Sonia and Gus managed to get a few of them out to help with the defences, but and then then there's the people at the mine. They don't we 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 won't let anyone in. No one can come in. And no one's been able to come in from that side for three weeks since you all arrived, I think. Mm. I don't know everything. I'm sorry. If you want more, talk to Loudon. He's he's the one. He he knows some of you anyway. Yeah, and then Lavinia will just, you know, thank her and be like, um, we'll meet you at the house. Uh, we might be a little later than normal because we should probably speak to Loudon. Oh, sure, you you can stay at my home. Try not to kill me plants, but we're running kind of low on ingredients. I haven't had time. I've been trying to help Doc with the workload. She's getting better, but, you know, yeah. she's not quite 100% in her recovery. Lavinia would be like, do you not want me to come home? Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I can stay with Tim, I suppose, while you all, you know, you can take the house. I'll, I'll stay with Tim. He and, and I. Have, Lavinia will look at her. Are you? We've gotten a bit. You, Tim. It's none of your business what I do. I mean, he's I nice, am a grown he's a nice woman. Guy. He's very nice. You guys would look mighty cute together. He's 20 years my junior. I'm rocking the cradle, if you ask me. Look at you. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's fine. She, uh, she agrees. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you said you were going to meet her there at the house. So what are you doing until then? Because I thought you were bringing, you're going to try to bring the guys in the, under the cover of darkness. Yeah. Right, and then we're going to okay. go to Loudon first. Okay. So you all are going to go. All right. So let's switch to the sewer folk, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. We're going to wait till the nightfall until we pop ourselves up. Oh, is it even worth going back inside? One person caught a look at us for about, I don't know, 30 seconds, and they screamed. I feel like we're just going to cause a problem. 
I think there are worse problems than worrying about a couple of us. So you think that we can fight the whole town while trying to warn them? It kind of defeats the purpose of coming here is to get help, not make it worse. Not looking to fight the whole town. That's what's going to happen if they see us. We're going to have to fight. And if you think I'm going to hold back just because we're here to help, you're incorrect. I think we should just leave a little ways and wait for them to come out. Wait, leave what? Leave the sewers. Go out a little ways and wait for them to come out of the town. What, you think they're going to follow us? They came here to warn people. Surely they're not going to just stay in Verdum. We have work to do still. Uh, I'm going to go into town when it's night, so if you can follow me if you'd like. Okay, so uh, you hunt down Loudon, who is actually at the Box Elder still, uh, as the council was meeting uh, for a little while. Now they're... When you head over there, it's not its usual jovial place. Uh, there's people who are drinking, but there's definitely not. When you left here, everyone was happy and everyone was like singing the praises of like the rebellion and the overthrow and everyone was happy. But it's not the case anymore. There's a lot of nervous looking people. There's a lot of people who look very stressed. Uh, their people are still drinking, but you can tell that there's, there's a different vibe. Uh, there's still someone, you know, trying to to be jovial and laugh and everything uh bartender still serving drinks uh, and you can see that in that back room uh there appears to be uh, some people meeting when you peek in and look inside you can see that the council's there and you can see that sonia in is uh, sonia nichols not gus but sonia nichols uh is there kind of debriefing them on something uh, what do you all want to do um does anybody stop us from like like peeking in or is there anybody we can check in with peeking in peeking in's fine if you're just like looking like with a quick check you can see all that none of it's hidden but if you try but the minute you try to get any closer this uh grizzly looking fella yeah and you actually recognize him uh zofia uh, this is not your favorite friend this is the guy who you uh you guys chased down and stole the book from in the alley this is the guy that you saw giving you strange eyes at one point and chovy uh, in the uh, in lounge dormitory, uh, and he he steps forward. Look what a cat dragged in. <laughs> He's got like three teeth. Oh no, you, you don't got no appointment, so you can't go in. Uh, and Lavinia will just kind of smile. I'd like uh, we'd like to schedule one. Uh, where should I go? Straight to hell for all I care. Well, now could you Does at he least me or? I'll don't law anyone that's going around with these two. Oh. This one right here, especially. Don't law her at all. I have given you all no trouble over the last month. Hmm. Cause you ain't been here the last month. I ain't stupid. I know you weren't here. And now suddenly you're back, and suddenly you're giving me problems again. I'd give you no problems. I am here and wondering when this meeting might be adjourned. That we I was enjoying the music, and then you came up here and started talking to me. So you, there, henceforth, thereafter, whatever proper transition word applies, are annoying me. Sophia's going to roll her eyes and just walk over to the bar and leave this for the other two to have a conversation with him. And so, uh, and so he kind of stares her down like this beady eye, and you can hear him mutter under his breath, "She's gonna get." What's coming to her soon, I'll tell you that. Oh, sorry, you're still standing here. What do you want? 
I'll would... just kind of wait till they're done. Okay. I need to catch someone that's in there before they leave. Okay. So as you're doing that, like it's sort of, sort of breaking out. You see Sonia after a couple of minutes walks out uh, and she was a warden. That was, if you recall, she was a warden that was wrongfully arrested for the murder mm-hmm. uh, or not necessarily for, yeah, for, for the murder, but more for theft, I would say, but at the yeah. mines and it, cause she and Gus were like making, uh, making nice in places they shouldn't mm-hmm. um, at times. <laughs> making, they shouldn't. Biscuits. Make, making biscuits and <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about anymore uh but she uh she sees she sees you as you come out my cousin does double take like she recognizes you all where have where have you been oh around looking for chadwick honestly the boar did you find him he's at the abbey with the marauders that's a bad place to be unfortunately i agree there's quite a few of them out there well i have work to attend to it's good to see You've returned. We can use your strong arm. She kind of like pats Bear on the shoulder and your wits in the days to come. Uh, if you'll excuse me there, I've got work to attend to. And she starts moving away at that point, making... As she's about to go, Zofia, or Lavinia will ask, uh, is there a chance that we could schedule an appointment with you? Perhaps see what our plans are for reinforcement? With me? Uh, you can just... Uh, you can come to the the offices later. Oh, Gus and I will be there at some point. Uh, okay. Well after dark. Shall I bring food then? Uh, we wouldn't say no. Okay, and Lavinia will smile like, okay. And she leaves good day and goes. Um, and you watch as the council starts to break up and Markov is the first one out. He kind of passes by, uh, go, goes up to the bar, gets a drink, gets a bottle and just like a glass Looks around, does a double take really quickly at Sophia. Just kind of looks at her quick little appraisal and then disappears uh, into thin air. No, uh, he goes into a private room behind the bar and like the, the the kitchen area. Uh, but then you see a couple others come out, like Zelda Brandenburg comes by. She looks at Bear. You, she's she's offered, she's one of the many people who have offered Bear jobs before. She ran the PhD mm-hmm. uh, charter there. And so she sort of seems surprised to see you, but doesn't stop. Uh, and then you see the dwarf. She, she'll nod back a little kind of uncertain what to make of your sudden appearance. And then Vendelgard, Kant, who you all didn't ever really engage with, but she's a dwarf. You would know that she works like she's she's worse in construction around the town, working on roads, working on sewers, that kind of stuff. And she took over for Quelly uh, when the time came. And then you see Loudon come out. Uh, inside, still, you can see Conlin and his his aide, this uh, this woman who is constantly at his side but never really talks. Uh, kind of the, the two of them are huddling, and he seems when you look over, he he does seem to be exhausted and tired. But you, you Loudon comes out, uh, and he sees Bear. Oh, you've returned. Long time no see. And he. Preaches out, shakes your hand. Uh, I'm happy to see you're alive. And you, Miss Lavinia, and the rest of you, the rest of your party, are they are they here? Yeah, they're around. Um, we just had some problems trying to get into town with a couple of them, but... Uh... Did you try to come in after dark? It's, is it even dark yet? And he looks outside, and it is. It's, it's just now getting dark. Yeah. Uh, are you heading home? Uh, I have a few errands, but... 
I will be heading there eventually, yes. Do you mind if we accompany you? He kind of looks around, um, and you can see that the dude who was given Sophia the business uh, is kind of staring him down. And he says, uh, Loudon says, uh, yeah, I would, I would like that. And uh, kind of makes a little motion with his eyes, kind of like shifting his eyes over in the direction of the grizzly dude and like makes like a subtle nod. And Lavinia will just go on. Yeah, it's been so long. I just want to catch up and see how you've been, how Charlotte's been. I heard she's, you know, you know, getting into the dating world again. And he's not picking up what you're putting down. And she's just kind of smiling widely at him. <laughs> he's, I, I'm sorry, I don't. Ah, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Sugar, I'll go get uh, Sophia. I'll be right back. Okay. So... Uh, he starts to move away at that point, um, pulls Bear aside, where last we talked, I think you were heading north. Was that right? Yes, that is correct. We went all the way to, what was it, the Twin Peaks called? Talons, the Talons. Talons. Yeah, you went a little past yeah. him, and you hear like a, he, like an old man whistle, like out of his, out of the middle of his teeth, comes out and he's like, it's a long way, not many, many go that far. Yeah, we were able to find the prisoner that escaped, and wait, I don't know, did we bring her back, or what happened with her? You did not they bring her back. They left her at Merland. Oh, okay. Long dumped her, and then none of us wanted to carry oh. her. I've convinced, okay. I've, like, I've, I've gaslighted Hubert into, like... <laughs> um, what? <laughs> okay. Hubert's now friends with Cressida. Yes, right. it's true. Uh, yeah, so we found that prisoner that escaped, and she's at Merlin's place right now. Um, but we got some info out of her and found out where Chadwick is at. He's at the Marauders and uh, it's not looking good over there. As it's you can. not looking good here either, I'm afraid. They they are um, ruthless and they've they've killed many of our farmers, but they have... Have they come into town at all? Not yet. They've They have... Scouts, very good ones, I think, along the road. We've tried to send people out there since the past week or so. None of our scouts have returned, and now no one wants to do it. Is there any talk of, like, a counterattack on the Abbey? Or just kind of holding up in here? We are holding up in here. Uh, There's no one here who has the military prowess to lead such an attack. They have war wagons. They have from what some of the Sunbearer survivors have told us, they have people who can cast magic. They have dogs of some sort of demonic quality. I I don't know. Yeah, we had a run-in with some of the marauders. Uh, was that like really armored guy with the big sword the marauder? No, he's a different kind, but he was on the horse. he was like a leader of uh, like a troop of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they are quite tough. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to get Jen like that, but we're working on it. Yeah, he pulls you aside. He's like, not only am I concerned about not attacking, I don't know if we have the ability to hold out. These, these walls are meant mainly to keep out wildlife, wolf packs, and bears, not to keep out an army. They're just wood planks. We've 
got no fortifications. We have some here who can fire a bow, maybe, but in the face of carnage? Are you kidding? The people here are rough and tumble, yes, but they're not warriors and soldiers. We haven't had soldiers here since Jaeger. That didn't go well. There's no possible negotiations. We've like sent... They just want blood. We apparently... Apparently, Abbas Bickle tried to speak with them, and that has not resulted in uh, in any sort of peace. But she is not the most gracious host. But still, I don't see how. They've just slaughtered at least a hundred farmers and their families. And then they've killed how many of the worshippers there? I don't know. But a few have made it back, but not all. Have, uh, and if Lavinia walks back in, sure. I'm assuming she listened. Have we considered retreating to Cold Iron's prison? Uh, he kind of looks at you and he kind of makes a little motion to shut up. <laughs> like, it's like uh, we are not backing down. We are going to fight them here. That is what Carlin says we're doing. That is what we're going to do. Well, I'd be happy to lend a hand with any of the fortifications or at all. Who should I talk to for that? I can direct you to the perfect person over at the crafter's row. We need to, we need to go. I believe uh, I have work to do. You said you wanted to oh, see. I thought you were walking. <laughs> uh, well, like they were just outside. Like you were probably just on like the the cusp of the box elder. And if you're if you're walking and if you're a little bit further away, he won't be as nervous. Uh, periodically, he'll look over his shoulder though, as if he's being followed, and he'll mm-hmm. say he'll say something along the lines of. Fairly certain Conlon's trying to kill me, and I'm fairly certain that uh, it's going to happen, or at least an attempt or two will happen soon. Uh, his uh, his associate, the ugly fella that you met near the door, he uh, he has been following me. I don't see him right now, but he has been following me for the better part of two weeks, and I am certain I saw the woman outside of the dormitory two nights ago, staring up at my window, her eyes glowing in the dark. I know that sounds crazy. Blazes. Wait, does that sound like the lady that, like, yep. that son of a bitch? Yes. Big pink eyes. and I know that one. All I'm saying is be careful who you talk to and where you talk. Many people here are scared, and they're looking for strong leadership. But instead, we have Conlin I have managed to keep him from doing reckless things. The Waldrons are still alive, at least. They are our best chance for good defense, but he still won't let them out, at least not in full force. There's still two dozen inside the landing office, barely eating. They've been eating gruel for since you've been gone. I, they've probably all lost 20 pounds in the time. Uh, Jonas and, and Ralph, the only two here who can probably organize a proper defense... They're still under lock and key. I've been letting Sonia... Sonia's been letting me in to see them. We've been coordinating as best we can, but if, we, if we're if we caught doing so, that'll just give Conlon cause to kill us. There's still a significant number of the Blue... The Blue Guard, that's what he's calling them. That they're under his watch and they do his bidding no matter what, they say. But most of the people who aren't his sycophants will, uh, will listen to reason. And to answer your question, falling back to the prison is something I 
I have uh, suggested. And he looks around. And we have heard that Gazella Trip has organized the the folks at the mine, the miners, and some of the wardens that were there. And they have taken up uh, safety inside of the old fort to the east. They've been working on establishing some kind of some kind of defenses there. I have people who are well, I had people delivering messages. Again, if I am caught doing this, this is just this is treason as far as Condon is concerned. But someone has to keep the interests of the town. And like you guys are just kinda like walking in circles and every now and then you pass like by like a group of people mm-hmm. and he and he says like he's like, uh, oh, you think we'll have another another blizzard this year and then <laughs> quietly comes back down. So what are you all trying to get? Um, Lavinia wants to ask him, well, what about Conlin's associates of the Umbat Nor? Are they not going to assist us with this? He has been very reserved in that regard. He does not tell us anything at all. We have asked several times, all of us, Markov even. I fear Markov is leaving. He's been not paying attention in the meetings as much which is very strange. Normally, he is a man for quips, jokes, mm-hmm. and even he hasn't been making them. And I've seen him and some of his staff, they've been whispering in the corners. Where would they go? I don't know. I have not been a great friend to Markov, nor he to me, but we have always at least respected one another. If we lose Markov, we lose a noteworthy figure in town. That will be a big blow. Lavinia nods in agreement. What about you? What about me? Are you going to go to the fort? If necessary, yes. We have... I've funneled a few folks there already, but the messengers that I was keeping in communication with Gazella have uh, have not returned in some days, and I fear for what might have happened to them. As I said, the eastern gate has been closed. No one can come in or out, but when you've been here as long as I have, you know a few ways. Lavinia nods. Um, is there anything else you guys want to ask him? They don't still have that big naval boat, right? That, like, went back? No, it's gone. All the big sailing ships are gone. There's, like, a handful of, like, boats still at the dock, but they're more, like, smaller rowboats and longboats and things like that for fishing. No one really... Nothing nothing for long distances. Okay. Wasn't there, like, one big one that uh, Sophia had saw? She saw that... She saw it in the fog. It wasn't oh, okay. actually a boat, right? Well, she saw a boat that was that was like either towing or being towed by some sort of writhing mass. She's not really sure. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe we could like sail up to the abbey, but that won't work. <laughs> you should speak with Madeline. Madeline and um, I can't remember the other's name. Oh, in uh, Victoria. Vic- Victoria? Victoria Stuber. She's here. Uh, Madeline... Um, who I believe you know, um, a young woman, uh, and, uh, oh, I forget her name. And then there was a, a watchman with him, uh, injured, but I think he's been patched up by your friend Charlotte. Um, they are in one of the tents over, uh, near Crafter's Row. They, uh, they tried to convince Conlon to counterattack. They tried to convince him to do something to help, but to no avail. But honestly, I don't disagree with him in that regard. A full-on attack on them. We just, we have numbers, but we don't have, we don't have the skills. The people here 
from what we have learned, there are a hundred or more of these folks that are inhabiting the abbey in the various places around the outskirts. And mm. They have demon dogs. They have people with crow legs. They have men mm-hmm. in full plate armor. We can't. You're not equipped for this. So of that, at least Colin and I agree. But it's just if they decide to come here at full force, we can put as many archers on the walls as we want. We can pick apart as many. They have large wagons, shields, from what we have heard. They're, they're going to get through the gates. It's just a matter of how long. And we've no ships to evacuate off the ruin. We could run and hide, but then they know and they travel better than we do. And, and we have... Do we have the resources? Are, we don't even have the res. We've been rationing for four weeks now. You can see he's fairly stressed. Yeah, mm. yeah. What about the tunnels to the governor's nest? I've, we could go up there, sure, but it's been destroyed. True, there's nowhere there's to hide tunnels. anymore. It would get us off the surface, and then we could get to as a prison. Hi- as a hiding place. Sure. No, they don't. I don't think they lead to the prison. No, the prison's opposite directions. The problem with the prison is that it's yeah. small, and it, and it's the same issue. If we, mm-hmm. it's on an island. If we go there, yes, there's one bridge, but if we go there, there's nowhere else to go. Adam, we can hold off for a little while, and then when the time comes, we evacuate. That's the plan, at least that I have been putting forward. Conlon refuses to evacuate. He says he did not sacrifice all that he sacrificed. That he did not overthrow. The governor just suddenly handed over a month later. Yeah. Oof. I do, in fact, have errands to run. Um, we can talk again later. Yeah. And All right, we'll meet him back at his place with the others, right? Sounds we good. We need to go to, yeah. Okay, so you head back to the clinic, or you head back to Charlotte's. Where, where are you going? No, we're going to go back to the sewer. You head down in the sewers, you wait till dark. Do you care if anyone sees potentially sees you when you go down there? Isn't it like laundry like places near the outside? There is like a person, like a person's laundry on the clothesline. Like it, it's also winter, so I'm not sure if like people hang their clothes out in winter. Like it's, I just, I was just throwing long a bone, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you, if you want, you can roll a stealth test, though. Yeah, we'll try that. Okay, go ahead. Three roll stealth tests. I like how long these. Like I'm gonna call your bluff. All right, bitch. How's that bluff? How'd that go? <laughs> uh, twenty-seven on the still. Okay, what we got. Oh God, what did I get? You're fine. You passed. Okay. I crit failed. It's a crit. That's thing. what I saw, and I was like, but my I had my thing popped out, so all I saw was the the crit fail, and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If I remember correctly, we came here because we couldn't find a job, and this was the only job we found, right? But since we've been here, everyone's just like, here, have a job there. Have a job. Have a job. I didn't even think about that till now. <laughs> we were the problem, not him. I do want to point out that you've gotten several offers to do things here. Like this actually, this place does have work. Yeah, it's been pretty solid. You just don't usually take them. But I you guys do it. <laughs> uh, so as you guys are sneaking into the sewers, uh, Bear, you hop down, catch Lavinia as she falls. Uh, as Sophia goes to climb down, Sophia, you hear, hi, hi, where are you going? And it's Grizz who comes up. He's got two guys on either side of him. Where yeah. you think you're going, little one? And you can see him just sort of pull a blade out of its scabbard. Oh, thank you. And all of going to have a little bit of a conversation. Yeah. 
About what? You've made it clear that you have not much to say to me other than to curse my name and accuse me of all sorts of things going on. And is this really the time there's literally marauders out there looking to kill us? This seems like a time that we should put this petty shit aside and actually try to work together and not be just doing this little pissing contest shit that we've been doing. As my papa used to say, seize the day. And uh, go ahead and roll initiative. <laughs> just to be fair, I rolled a, a crit natural one on my awareness test. You can see, you can, you can see my rolls. You can see them. They're right there. That's fine. All right. So uh, they're going to charge in at you. They are higher because your initiative is 13. Uh, their initiative is 15. What did Sylvia do to this guy? Is this the guy we chased in the alleyway? That's yes. the guy. Yeah, you guys chased oh, him right, and stole yeah. his book. Yep. And then he, when we left, we left in such a hurry because he was trying to kill her. So he will charge in. Uh, he's got his blade out and he will attempt uh, to take a swing at you. Uh, I need a 55 to hit. I will roll a 32. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll damage on this. All right. Go ahead and take nine points of damage as he runs forward and takes a swing with a mortuary sword and just hacks through you. So I go from moderately to seriously. Okay. Roll 2d6 for injury. I am going to go ahead and use a f- one of these points to go ahead and make one of those into an injury. So go ahead and roll the series injury button. All right. Aren't there some injuries that can straight kill her? Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, serious injury, head trauma again. Don't you have a, did you just got get done with a concussion too? I did just get con- done with a concussion. All right. So serious injury, head trauma until fully recuperated. You cannot use special actions in combat. The next guy will come up and with like a 94, he will miss. And then the second guy or the third guy, excuse me, the other other dude that was with him uh with with grizz will come up and hack and with a 34 will hit uh go ahead and go ahead and take that moves me grievously 12 all right so then roll three d6s for injury and i will go ahead and spend another one of these to turn one of these misfortunes to turn this into a six uh to pop one of those chaos die into a d into an injury so go ahead and roll your grievous injury button vitreous hemorrhage until fully recuperated you cannot see as you're blinded you must undergo a successful surgery or suffer the consequences once a vitreous hemorrhage has undergone a failed surgery you gain the black cataract drawback if you already have this drawback you permanently lose perception Sophia must undergo surgery within five hours or else the effects of the injury are permanent so it's your brawn bonus I think your brawn bonus is five is that right I got it built into the the macro on roll 20 oh okay yeah. okay uh, okay. Uh, so you are Grievous. You are standing uh, near the entrance to the sewer. Both Bear and Lavinia have already gone inside. You are alone up here with, uh, with three uh, three people. Uh, so there's Grizz, and you saw a man and a woman with him. And they both, uh, they all, all three of them came and just are sort of surrounding you. And now you can't see as you've taken two repeated shots to the head. Uh, one of them giving you head trauma, the next one giving you a vitreous hemorrhage. This is all following a concussion, by the way. Like, this is like CTE stuff going on. Like, this is just repeated head injuries. Now it's this your turn. This is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. Okay. And because of the head trauma, I cannot use special actions in combat. That's true. Um, I did yell really loudly for whatever. But remember that special actions are things like channel of power, inspiring words, mm-hmm. lenity of hatreds, loads of do, take aim, and wait. I don't think any of those actually would apply here. 
Could she maneuver into the sewer and then run? She could certainly try. She can maneuver away and then... I can maneuver for two and hustle for one, and that would be all three. You can just run, too. Just blindly run. <laughs> you can also get more action points by using the thing. That's true. You could get more action points. I will spend one of the fortune points to get one extra AP. Okay. Get four AP. So that I can maneuver for two. Okay, so you step a couple yards away. Hustle twice. All right. And so are you going into the sewer? Yes. Okay, you hop down into the sewer. Uh, go ahead and roll a coordination test at challenging as you try to climb down blindly. Without being able to see. Okay. As you're climbing down, you slip and fall, and you go splashing into the sewer, and you are prone. But you are in All the right. sewer. Cannot see. Then I'll say Bear and Lavinia, you hear her land with a thud, uh, mm-hmm. screaming, and you can hear, you, you, certainly you heard the shouts and the attacks from mm-hmm. above. So two, you can roll your initiative. Both can <laughs> yell for Stekus and Hubert? Sure. I mean, you, you roll a 12, so it actually you, you two can go. Uh, that's fine. Because uh, Zofia was 13, they were 15, so it's 12. So uh, Lavinia, your turn. 3 AP. You just see her fall. You heard, you don't probably know all the details of what's up there, but you know that she just got attacked. She's fallen. You see her head is bruised and battered. She's got a horrible cut across her face. Her eye has kind of turned red with blood. So it doesn't look good, but yes, you can certainly scream if you like. Can we like pick her up and move with her? You can pick her up and drag her, sure, but that's going to take some AP and everything. Because I'm not the strongest, but Bear also lost Ron. Um, so so what would I have to spend for that? So if you're looking to pick her up, uh, we'll say that you have to spend a hustle to get to her. It's okay. one. And then uh, I'll say you can try to drag her away. Uh, you, What's your movement? My movement is uh, eight. So I'm looking at like movement subtypes. There's really nothing here for like dragging someone away. Yeah. Uh, so I'll say that We'll make your movement your your kind of like BB plus one. So what's your BB plus one? Three. So you can move her. So you can put your arms underneath her her armpits and drag her three yards away from the entrance to the sewer. The ladder going down. Okay. And that's your turn. Uh, and assuming you're also shouting, which you can do without spending anything. Yeah. Okay. Bear. Yeah, I'll run over to Zofia and Lavinia. Be like, well, I put your back into it, and then I'll hoister and drag her even further. Okay. If so I can. You pick her up, throw over your shoulder. Uh, what's your Baram bonus? Seven. Okay. So we'll say one AP to take her, and then if you want to just do spend two hustles, you can hustle for 16 yards at that point, leaving Lavinia behind you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Uh, I assume one of you has a lantern out. It's dark down here. It's pitch black. Uh, I got a torch. You have a, a young gnome over your shoulder and a fiery torch in your hand. Nothing can go wrong here. Nothing. No. Nope. Stekis and Hubert, both of you roll eavesdrop test. I bet. Very nice. It's supposed to be at what? I'm sorry. Standard's fine. Okay. I don't notice anything. It's okay. I'm Hubert dead. heard. As long as one of you heard it, you're fine. I, I think that was Lavinia. Okay, so both of you go ahead and roll into initiative now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, my you guys oh, no. roll terribly. No, it's fine because it means you actually can go now. So Hubert at nine, uh, you are, uh, I would say, 
If you did full movement on your round, you're probably three rounds from them. If you just like broke into a, a, a run. Just a run. Yeah, I'll run towards the screen. So, uh, Stekis, same deal. You running? Absolutely. All right. Top of the round. Uh, it's, the, uh, it's the bad dude's turn. And you hear one of them shout, uh, You ain't getting right out easily, you freaking little gnomish bitch. And so you see him climb down, AP. He'll see and look around. Oh, you've got friends down here, do you? And uh, he'll use his uh, last AP uh, to take a swing at Lavinia. <sighs> 55 to hit. Uh, and I roll a 58. That's a miss. Uh, then you see the other two begin to come down as well. Uh, we'll say only one of them can probably get into a position because it's all getting kind of crowded at the bottom of this ladder. I'll say one of them will be able to take a shot, but the other one probably can't get into position. And so need a 55, roll to 45. You have AP, however, so if you want... Do you have any weapons in your hands? Um, I would say that I, when I heard the scream first... You reached down I and dragged drag her, her away, and then you gave never over, mind. I do so. not. Okay. She dragged her away with a blade, though. She stabbed her in the back and just dragged her away. (laughs) I'm helping you. Stuck a fork in her. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Uh, Okay, so then I will roll. Uh, That's an exploder. Oh, God. Uh, Okay, so that's uh, 17 points of damage. I am grievously wounded. Roll 3d6, please. Do you want me to do 3d6 or just the... Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. 3d6. No sixes. I will go ahead and spend one of these to turn it into a six. Okay. Please roll the grievous injury button. I have a butchered leg. Until fully recuperated, I cannot move as I'm in pain. I must undergo a successful surgery or suffer the consequences. Failed surgery gives me veteran leg. Okay, I'll be the opposite of Emily. (laughs) The opposite of (laughs) Emily is having a hand. (laughs) I think that's the opposite. I I meant like, you know, balance. I got you. I got you. I guess uh, that's... Yeah, I have that's... two hours to get surgery. Yeah. And you can't move. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna die. Oh, uh, you can't Unless move. y'all can't get to me. Yeah. Obviously you're shouting. So let's see, I've used one, two, I've used three. I have one more misfortune point left. You have two fortune points left. Okay, do you have any fate points? Because you could always spend a fate point to get rid of that. However, yeah. you know what that means. Yeah, nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the butchered leg. Okay. I'm going to risk it. Done. Okay. So then, Zofia, it is your turn. You are on top of Bear right now. You can't see. You hope it's Bear. It could just be a grizzly. Who knows? <laughs> no, it's Bear. You know it's him. Uh, yeah. And you can't see. You're bleeding from your head. What do you want to do? I don't know that there's a whole lot I can do. I'm hanging over somebody's shoulder. I can't see, so I can't mm-hmm. do anything other than hold on tight. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you can move, so he doesn't have to carry you, but you're blind, so that's the trouble. Str- okay, so you just you just want to wait through AP, just wait. Yes. Okay. Lavinia, you're you're on the ground now. We'll say you're not... Uh, it doesn't say you get knocked prone, but you are in no. terrible pain, so I'm not going to make you prone. You've got three people that have suddenly dropped down. Bear and... Uh, Bear and Sophia have started to run. Well, bears yeah. started to run on top of Sophia. You shouted. What do you want to do? I would you say I'm on natural earth? I see what you're trying to do with this. Um, your new spell, right? The pillars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, you are on a uh, un unpaved part of this sewer trough. 
Okay, uh, I'm going to drop an iron key on a patch of natural earth to attempt to cast pillars of earth. Okay. Uh, I haven't tried casting the spell through with the instant casting, so we'll see if that goes correctly. I'm actually increasing the difficulty because there's three people surrounding you. Okay. Uh, I failed. Okay. We do have fortune points, and don't forget, you could have channeled power too. You just hit the button, which sucks because True. it means it's yeah. in there now. You could yeah, have channeled yeah, yeah. power. But you have you have a fortune point if you wanted to uh, try to re-roll that roll, and you can channel power instead. Yeah, uh, yeah, because that's probably about the only way I'm gonna get anywhere out of here. So I'll spend this fortune point. You said you were gonna make it challenging. Yeah, I'm gonna increase the difficulty by plus ten. Okay. And or then... minus ten. Excuse me. Okay. Uh. Should I channel power? So if I'm spending the fortune point to re-roll, I still have, I can only channel power one. How much do you want to channel power? Uh, now, there's different There's different things that you can do when you channel power. You don't really channel power very often. But no. when you do so, uh, you can, you have a couple options. So I will walk you through them. Uh, these are your three options. You can raise, and this is all one AP. All these options are one AP. So you can raise your chances of success by increasing the difficulty by one step, meaning it's plus 10% to your chance, but you will suffer one corruption from doing so. And you're going to have to roll 1d6 chaos die to see if you get any kind of chaos manifestation. So that's one option. Second option, you can raise your chances of success by 20%, but that means two corruption and 2d6 chaos die for chaos manifestations. And then your third option is to increase it by three, by 30%, but you suffer three corruption and you uh, you got to roll 3d6 chaos die. Oof. Doesn't um, she like get it on ones and sixes? She does get it on one, ones and sixes, but she also, uh, I can't remember the name of the talent, but one of the talents for elementalists is that you get to pick two seasons. So one of your chaos manifestation die uh, yeah. is taken away. So you're going to have yeah. minus one chaos manifestation. So even if you went 3d6 when you still only actually end up having to roll two, but a one or a six would trigger it yeah. for you. Uh, I'm going to go for the two. Okay. So I only have to roll one chaos die. Okay. So plus 20. All right. So, so that makes it routine if it was challenging. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Go ahead. And, now we're rolling. So go ahead and roll. Boom. Okay, cool. I did it. 12. We survived. Bam. Now, uh, go ahead and roll 1d6. Yep. And a 1 or a 6 triggers a chaos manifestation. Yep. <laughs> and I rolled a 5. And I'm going to okay. spend uh, a misfortune point to turn that to a 6. Okay. And I'm going to trigger a chaos manifestation because I love these things. I shouldn't have been surprised. 4. Oh, Gosh, not a four. What's a four? No, actually, four is really good. Fortune's mercy. You ignore the chaos manifestation and continue onward. That's bullshit. Wow. You had me so scared. <laughs> Low is always good in Zyhander. Rolling high is bad. Describe what happens with your spell. So I cast uh, Pillars of Earth. So after successfully casting the spell, I'm immediately swallowed by the earth and I reappear anywhere within sight. So as she cast it, she turned to look back further to where she assumed perhaps Stekis or- Literally the only place you're gonna be able to go is over is where, where Bear is, is, is because there's mm -hmm. light over there. Yep. Yeah, so 
Uh, but as Lavinia <laughs> casts the spell, um, I kind of imagine it a little bit differently. So instead of just like a gaping hole pops open, she just like quicksand just immediately just gets sucked into the earth. Sure. And um, her hands are all holding out as she's as she's falling in. And okay. Kind of, possibly freaks them out oh gosh she's being taken <laughs> by the and she pops up right next to bear okay what the hell? all right uh so that was one to channel power one to cast the spell uh you got one ap left actually do you want to save that for potential i'm assuming you took a weapon out at this point yeah um i probably should um i'm grievous i mm, no yeah i'll save it to parry okay I keep thinking of my wonderful character in the other one where I just always have an AP to parry, but yeah. Lavinia doesn't have that luxury. Yep. All right, Bear, you've got these two injured, terribly injured women. <laughs> like, what do you want to do? And you yourself uh, are not Lord, in good shape either. What indeed? She can't move. You Sophia's can. Blind. I, I would say you could see the terrible gash. The, the, it looks <sighs> like her leg is, is on strings. Like they just As... peeled off my entire calf muscle. Like it's just hanging there. Looks like a banana unpeeled. Do I know if Sophia has like a bottle bomb like on her belt or somewhere on her? Sophia, have you shouted out? I have a bottle bomb on my belt. <laughs> well, <I'm... laughs> I don't even know if I don't even know if Sophia knows if she has a bottle bomb. Oh, we I like started with them. I do. Sure. You, t- you two I've know each like other. I've used mine before, and I thought she said that she also had one. You two I know did. each other well enough that I'm sure that you As would know. As the OGs. Yeah. We frequently update our inventories and do accounting together. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to try and rip the bottle bum from her belt or pouch, wherever it is, and throw it at them just to like create an area of fire like between us. Okay. So... Just kind of... Dragon Ball, I guess. So bottle bomb, one AP, one plus PB distance. What's your PB? PB of five. So it'd be you could throw it six yards away. That's about right, I think. Oh no, actually, you got you you moved sixteen yards. You moved twice. I'll just throw like as far as I can. Throw it as far as you can and like light up, light up a little yeah. bit. There's a lot of gas down here. So it's like throwing up to a septic tank. You're just gonna create a. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> So you chuck it at them. Uh, I don't think they're going to, because of how far away, they're not going to get caught up in it. But I could potentially deter them from chasing you. That's possible. That was the plan, because I don't want to fight. Fair enough. So you chuck it down. It explodes. Uh, We'll say some of the uh, super juice uh, lights on on fire, and it starts burning. uh, And you could hear them shouting, like, We're going to get you. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> and uh, you can see in the light that they, they're like, they're like talking, they're trying to, and they decide to go ahead and just climb back up the ladder at that point. Um, you come back into town and we're going to go all of you. That's right. And then they go ahead and they leave. Oh, God. You guys continue to move away. Stekis, Hubert, you eventually run into them. You knock them over, and they die. It's very sad. All three of us grievously. <laughs> but you're all reunited in the sewers. Uh, what's up? How's it going? How do you look worse than the last time I saw you? <laughs> and you're in town. Are you that incompetent? Give me a break. <laughs> He's so mean. 
What, what happened? Yeah. You guys are right. Sophia got caught by her not-so-friendly friend and uh, lost her eyes. And is is she, like, actually bleeding? Do we need to patch it up? Uh, she's not mechanically bleeding because she's got uh she's got armor but okay. her eye is bleeding see. from her I eye can't see her eyes like it's hemorrhaging so you can see that it's it's getting all red and gross yeah uh we need to get some medical attention to these two as soon as possible but i don't know how we're gonna get back in there with those three move out of the way i'll just kill them me oh, no. <laughs> the people who are in the way I'll tell you what there stekas fate point in it if you do it just kidding okay um they uh climbed back up but they're probably not that far away if you really wanted to chase them down you probably could i wouldn't recommend it they could probably get more help easily just by shouting marauders like that other lady did before yeah if you hadn't uh, shown up soon i was thinking about just waiting outside of town because it's not a good idea to go back in there but if they're gonna fight anyway i mean so you've got two hours I would say you probably don't know this specifically, but you know that there's a ticking clock. You you would know, Lavinia, being a person who who has heal. Your leg is on the verge of falling off. Then you've got this poor gnomish woman with cuts and bruises and bleeding and blood all over her face and head. seems to be, there's like a dent in it from like a a toaster or something. I'll pick uh, up Lavinia and start heading out. Uh, We should go to Charlotte's, right? Is there another I've, way? Like, does the sewer branch off at all? I feel like that even though we were both noticed, I'm a little bit less noticeable than you. I should carry her in case you get spotted so we can split up. It's dark now, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that should help. Okay. With the fire still going, uh, caught up by whatever kind of sewer gases are there, you find a different way out. Uh, it takes you a little bit of time, probably about 20 minutes, half an hour, wandering about. Uh, but you eventually pop up uh, and you are near you are kind of on the north side of crafters row uh, near the northeast gate uh, you are going to have to cross through crafters row we'll go around it to get over towards where the box elder and the clinic are do you want to go through it which would be faster but you do you do know uh Zofia and bear and lavinia that there were people there and that they were uh, working pretty hard at uh, at all you know all hours of the day, like kind of building building things, making weapons, etc. So it's possible there still could be people there. Which route do you want to take, or do you want to try to keep to the alleyways and stay out of sight? You guys should keep to the alleyways. I might lose my leg, but uh, do we have enough bandages to like fix this, or what do we even need? Surgery. They'll require surgery, which we do not have surgical tools still because we have no money because we left our money in the cart. <laughs> I mean, I have some money on me, but not access to all what you guys had. You probably don't want to be the one performing the surgery, though. No, not at all. <laughs> not with your... Like, all right, just put the mirror up. Yep, I got this. <laughs> oh, one of those moments. Yeah. All right, so uh, do you want to go through Crafter's Row, or do you want to stick to alleyways? Alleyways will take longer, uh, but the... Uh, but will be safer, which means the hidden difficulty, stealth difficulty that I'll ask for will be lower. Uh, and the but the route through Crafter's Row will be faster, uh, and, but will run a greater risk of being noticed. What do you prefer? Is there like an estimate of time difference by people who have been here a while or no? 
if you went right through crafters row, maybe, maybe 20 minutes. If you go, uh, if you go the alleyways, it could take a little longer, could up to, you know, cause you're going to be doubling back and stuff like that here and there. So you're going from one side of the town to the other. Uh, I think I'll go. Are the shops still open? Maybe a couple. Uh, likely, though, there might be people who are in the process of closing down. Maybe I could like run through and just pick up like some basic, like cloaks or something, just with the money I have on hand, try and help cover these guys. Okay, I can meet up with them. You head over to the tailor shop, which is owned and run by Conlon. However, he's not in here right now. Some of his uh, apprentices or something are there. Uh, you ask for. You guys have like winter clothing and stuff, but if you're looking for extra things, you can toss a couple coins their way. Yeah, maybe check out the clearance aisle, see if they got anything good in there. Mm-hmm. So you, you want one for everybody, or do you just want one for the just, two just mutants? the freaks of nature. Okay, so two. Okay, so you toss a couple coins and you get whatever. I don't kind have of a lot of money. Dark cloaks they have. Takes a, probably five to ten minutes to get that negotiation done, and you come back out. She's got, she's got. A, under a little over an hour left before her leg falls off. I'll try and meet back up with them. Whatever uh, alleyways they're running through. Okay. So now again, do you, do you want to run through the middle of the crafters row or do you want to take the alleyways? Now that he got us these cloaks, we can just cut through. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth tests. Uh, Am I rolling or cause I'm assuming I'm being, if you're being, if you're being carried, you don't have to roll. Okay. Can I like run distraction? Like, Hey, Chat people up instead of having them look at. I thought you were carrying Sophia. I assumed that you you handed her over to like Hubert while you went and got the cloaks, and then it's up to you if you want to take her back or not. Oh, um, yeah, I, uh, I guess I can carry her. Okay, all right, fifty-two. All right, I'm gonna re-roll my stealth. Go for it. Much better on the re-roll there. Ooh, how many things? Glad I'm got carrying. one more left if you want it there, Bear. I guess it's not a big deal if they see me. I mean, you're just like injured. Well, I guess it depends who sees us. That's fair. Uh, I kind of want the reroll for the surgery attempts. Okay. So hold on to it. All right. So as you're moving through Crafter's Row, and I crit again. (laughs) (laughs) I crit again. Uh, You hear a voice shout out uh, as you're like midway through the courtyard around which everyone has set up their various uh, stores and shops. You, hey, hey, that's them. That's them, bro. There, get him. Uh, and we'll move, <laughs> we'll move into a chase scene. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> there you go. I will give you all a uh, plus three head start. Okay. Oh, my goodness, guys. What's going on? Uh, let's see. So who is carrying whom again? Stekus is carrying Lavinia. Okay. Bear is carrying me, I think. Yeah. Okay, so uh, since the two of you are being carried, you don't have to roll, but I'm going to count, I'm going to give you a penalty, Bear and Stekus, an overage penalty. Uh, We'll say minus three. So when the window pops up for overage, just put in minus three for that. And then Hubert, you're good. 11. So uh, go ahead and put those in. Do I need to put in a minus or just the number three? You put in twelve. You put in three for your head start, and then minus three for overage. All right. So then, you guys did not roll that great. I rolled a one, however, which means I'm at eight. So 
uh, as the shout comes out from the other side of crafters, I snip and you can you turn around and you see, man, what are the chances? The same three people that nearly <laughs> killed you. Like they're looking at, oh, they're trying to come back in on that. You're under arrest is what you are. And then the three of them start chasing after you. Uh, you can see them like knock over a couple workers and apprentice. And they're like, hey, what are you doing, man? And then they yell at them. Uh, they push down a couple other folks. They knock a stall to its side. You see a whole big barrel of like apples go flying off into the ground and stuff. Like, oh, wait, I hate those. Uh, and you all break out into a sprint. Uh, I need Steckus to roll a D6, please. Okay. Uh, so as you, so you're good. Uh, so as you, as you're running, you see this uh, this cart just go wheeling in front of you in the alleyway, uh, and you have to stop for a second and you do this little spin move like you're a professional running back carrying a football, and you weave around it. Uh, everyone else manages to get by as well. Uh, go ahead and roll again. I want all of you to add your existing numbers. And then Bear and Stekis are also getting a minus three overage penalty for carrying the other two. Five. Damn, you were... So you put the old one in the head start? Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. 21. Solid, solid, solid. 22. All right. Bust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so plus seven to this roll. Actually, sorry, plus 15 to this roll. Uh, and so that's 20. And they do not... Hang on. Yeah, they do not catch up to you. And so they get caught up looking at that uh, that specific uh, cart that goes running by. And I'm going to roll complication die. And they're good. But they are on your tail. You've managed to get past Crafter's Row at this point. Uh, you are running in the direct. You're running at this point well past a series of apartments. Uh, nothing, you know, nothing, nothing fancy here. A lot of people who actually work over uh, at Crafter's Row uh, are, are uh, you know, they kind of come back here and they live. And you can see that the makeshift tents that have been set up for some of the refugees that have come back from the Sunbearers Abbey and from the other places have been made up here. And you're just weaving past them. Uh, you can see in the distance the large building of the Box Elder on the other side of the next uh, the next street. And you know that that is the street that you're trying to get to. Uh, and you're hoping to kind of lose them along the way. So go ahead and roll. Same thing. Add your total. And for those carrying somebody at a minus three. 41. Holy cow. He ran all the way back to the mainland. He's off the ruin. Roll the one. 27. Well, I'm going to be able to attempt on at least you guys. Uh, so I will go ahead and roll. So that's plus seven. That's 31. And so you can see as you guys turn, we'll say Steckis and Hubert, you, you two managed to get into the actual clinic itself. Uh, and as you do so, you see that there's a handful of people around, including Charlotte and a couple others, uh, maybe people who recognize you, maybe people who don't. Bear, who's carrying Zofia, is a ways, a little bit further behind you. Uh, maybe the weakness of the infection that he's been dealing with for the past week is getting to him. Uh, but one of them goes diving uh, and trying to knock you off your uh, off balance as they try to sweep underneath and kick you to the ground. Uh, so I'm going to attempt this. I need a 55. I rolled a 98, uh, but I do have a re-roll available. So I'll go ahead and re-roll that. And I still miss with a 60. Uh, so they try to, they lean in with their shoulder. They try to just knock you off, but they should have tried to wrap you up. You know, then just no proper tackling, you know, tackling procedures. These are NFL jokes. Uh, and you manage to keep your balance and you go running in. And as you run into the clinic, uh, you can see that Loudon, 
is happens to be on the street and he's speaking currently with a few other folks uh, that you probably recognize from the dormitory. He looks up. What are you doing? Hey. And then he kind of walks over and uh, like hustles over with some of his some of his dormitory people and kind of steps in the way of Grizz and kind of gets in his face. And the two of them have this huge shouting match and Grizz's like, hey, under arrest. I'm like, they're not under arrest. What are you doing? What's wrong with you? Get the hell out of here before I before I get them to arrest you. And he's like, uh, what? Uh, uh, so confused. And then you can see that his, you know, the people who are with him start to surround uh, surround Grizz and the other two. And now they're very clearly outnumbered. You can see them start to back away. Like, okay. All right, old man. We see where you stand. We'll get you. Your number's up, buddy. Your number's up. And so's that freaking gnome in there. And then they start backing away and uh, walk down the street, constantly looking over their shoulder. And when Loudon enters into the clinic, he sees all of you injured. And he says, well, that didn't take long. <laughs>